Hi, I'm Bernadette, compulsive overeater in Pennsylvania. Um, glad to be able to give service here tonight. Um, I like to start with a short reading in the big book on page 193. Telling my story reminds me that I could go back to where I was if I forgot the wonderful things that have been given to me or forget that God is the guide who keeps me on this path. I came to OA during the pandemic. <clears throat> My uh, abstinent date is April 21st, 2021. I am a 100-pounder. I'll tell briefly uh, what it was like before and what what I do now in my program. So I wasn't overweight as, as a child. Um, I come from a neglectful uh, family. I didn't realize that until I was an adult, that I didn't know how to deal with life, how to deal with feelings, how to deal with emotions, how to deal with anything. Um, and it didn't hit me until my early 20s when I got married and – I didn't know how to do with anything. I didn't know how to communicate well with my husband. I didn't know how to interact in the world. I remember first being married and just being in our our bedroom like all day and just I don't know know how to how to function. And I don't know how I functioned. I guess I I I used food is is what I did. So I I I've been married for. For twenty for twenty five years, same same husband. He stuck with me, which is a miracle in and of itself that he didn't leave me because I was crazy in the food and my character defects were out of control, which were and are you know perfectionism, being control, being controlling, um, wanting everything now, and through working the steps and using the tools, um, I have th- those have been alleviated and lessened in in a lot of a lot of respects. Um I gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant with my daughter, gained like seventy pounds and I track uh, my weight loss with her, like how old she was. My daughter's now twenty two. So when she was in in uh toddler I lost like a hundred pounds but I never kept it off. Then when she was in middle school, I lost another like hundred pounds and didn't keep it off. And I I just I don't even know how long I kept any of the weight off. I just know that I didn't. So before I came to OA, I I I went back to college as an adult and. Um, Got a got a job in my current career, and I had a benefit where I see this professional. So I had a health plan. I mean, it's not a health plan. Excuse me. Had a food plan. Had an exercise plan, and I lost some weight, but still couldn't keep any weight off. So that brings me to the the pandemic where I couldn't even keep ten pounds off. And I was one night up and just miserable, and that was my bottom to where I I told my husband, I said, I'm just going to be fat. And, I, and, that's, and that's what I called myself. I said, I'm just going to be fat. And I just, I was crying. I was just 
I was I was I was miserable. So I went online and I I knew I was an emotional eater, but didn't know what to do about it. So I found something online and it referenced OA as a resource. So I went to the OA website and I just it was during the pandemic, so there were no in-person meetings. So I went online to find an online meeting, and this was very early in the in the morning, and I had been up most of the night, commiserating my life and myself and my weight. So I just picked the first meeting that was starting relatively soon, and that's been my home meeting ever since. I that first meeting. They welcomed me and loved me and showed me kindness that I hadn't experienced before. And after the meeting, I stayed for, for fellowship. Cause it was, it was, it, and I didn't notice at the time, but it was a newcomer's meeting. So I stayed for fellowship, and some fellows were talking with me, and I just started crying, and I said, I am so lonely. I didn't realize how lonely I was until in that moment, that isolation, even though I, I didn't, Lived by myself, I was married, I had a daughter, but I was lonely, and I needed the fellowship of of the program. So that began, that's what brought me here. My program has changed over the past almost three years, um, but the foundation is still there. So I'm going to go through what how my program looks like now. So I do a... Uh, step eleven prayer meditation and I, and I, and I use a I, I I write all these things down and I use an app <clears throat> to uh, help me keep track of this and what I found was this is like my ideal program if if, if you will and I want these things to be re, me to be reminded of these things every day to the practice as many of them as I can in a given day. But I know I'm not going to reach 100%, but I want to be reminded of them every day. So one is a prayer meditation. And as my life has changed, as my work schedule has changed, I don't have a set time where I do my prayer meditation. Sometimes it could be at home before I go to work. Sometimes it could be at the office in a quiet room, away. Uh, But I want to do it each day, my prayer meditation. Also, uh, each day, I want to read the daily readers, the four today and voices of recovery. They're a vital part of my program. I get so many wonderful ways to live my life in these in these daily readers. Um, one and one of my favorites. I read this for months on page uh, 357 and for today. Never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inward peace for anything whatsoever. Even if your whole world seems upset, commend all to God and then lie still and be at rest in His bosom. I read that, like, every day uh, for months, and I practiced just being slower in my thinking and literally just walking slower because I was just hurrying, rush, and rush, and rush, and rush. And I, I, didn't have, I didn't have to. 
that's just one one thing out of the daily out of the daily readers. Another thing um, is a step question. I'm going through the steps again because I'm never done working the steps. I'm in a, a step workshop, uh, so I'm working through the 12 and 12 workbook and the steps and, the, and doing this step study once a month uh, with these group of, of women. And uh, I, I do a step question. Another thing I've added recently to my program is writing in a journal. And when I started doing it, um, I realized I was looking for a journal. I was like, I have so many journals. And I didn't keep up with the practice previously before coming to program because I was compulsive in my journaling. I felt like I had to write everything down that happened all day, every day. And it was just too much. So I never did it. Now my journaling is very more concise. Um, I can write about I can write about feelings. I can write about something that's troubling me in a in a moment. And I don't. And, and if I, if I write a page, I write a page. If I write more, I write more. But I'm not writing, you know, all the events of the days or the week of the you know, not all the events of this happened. And I went to the store and I did this. No, I'm writing about about my feelings or. Uh, I write can write prayers in my journal as well to my higher power, which I call God. Another part of my program is I have a health condition, um, and I have to monitor that. So that's another part of of, of my program is uh, my action plan is to monitor that. Also, to attend a meeting, um, I attend um, an in person meeting and my home meeting on Saturday. <clears throat> And I will go to a, a meeting if I need a meeting during during uh, the week. There are several uh, daily meetings that I go to if, if if I feel like I need a meeting uh, during during the week. Um, and these meetings meet seven days a week, um, so there, it's very convenient to have those written down. That oh, I need a meeting, and it's five o'clock. Okay, let me get on on this on this uh, meeting. Also, part of my program is outreach to, to, to fellows. Um, earlier in my program, I did a lot. Uh, I just talked to my sponsor a lot. I emailed her. I called her. I talked to her. And that's great, and I still do that. But now part of my program is outreach to other, other fellows. I mainly do that through text because of my work schedule and time at home, but it's been very, very helpful to me to be able to connect with fellows um, when I'm having a difficult situation or a troubling event, and then to have people, fellows reach out to me and say, hey, how are you doing? How's your program today? This is what I've, I've been challenged with. Um, one time, I think it was last week, I was working from home and having a difficult situation. I was texting a fellow, and they offered to do a 10-step call with me. I was like, oh, that was amazing. And I was able to do that because of doing doing outreach. So that's very important in my program. Also, um, exercise um, is part of my program as well. It's something I'm rebuilding. I had some... Uh, 
health challenges towards the end of the year, had a minor procedure done, and so I'm reintroducing exercise uh, in, into my program as well. Um, also, food behaviors. Now, when I first came to the program, I, lo I lo was looking at actual foods, like, okay, you know, these are my red light foods or my trigger foods, and I honestly haven't had those foods since I, my afternoon date is April 21st, 2021. I haven't had any of those foods. However, I've been looking at food behaviors, and uh, two of them are, a couple of them are no eating after my evening snack. So part of my food plan, I have an evening snack, and I initially I was trying to ha stop eating after a certain time, but that didn't work because what if my dinner was pushed later? And so just you know, was it eating in bed? Was it eating at all these different things? Eating in front of the TV? Like what was it? And it isn't for me. It isn't the time. It isn't the. It's don't anything after that evening snack because my my mind, my diseased mind will tell me, oh, you're hungry. Get something to eat. And like, no, my, my body has had enough food. I have my food plan for my, for my uh, health professional. It, I have enough, I have enough food. So I can tell myself, no, I don't need to eat anything else. And then if I do um, want to, I can, you know, pray. I can uh, reach out to a fellow. I can read the literature. And the feeling does pass. Another uh, food behavior that I uh, am aware of and do not practice is um, eating off of someone's plate, especially my daughter. My daughter doesn't always finish her food. And I will okay, and I will eat off of her plate, and so that's something that I have to be aware of, and just one day at a time, not eating off of her plate, and also my food behavior is binging, so just not binging. Period. Whether it's on healthy foods or snack foods or something else, just not binging and just eating repeat repeatedly. The other two things on my program that I practice, I do a, a 10th step, an evening inventory that I email to my sponsor uh, each night. And, um, you know, she'll have comments sometimes as far as, hey, I want you to do X. I think, you know, she can notice a trend. Hey, I want you to do a four step. Um, I, I've, I've noticed that this is showing up in your inventory. Let's have a call. Let's have a call. So I, I keep in contact with her at least every day with doing uh, evening inventory. And also do spot check inventories during the day as well. My food plan, I write my food, I'm old-fashioned in a sense. I write my food every day in a notebook. And I track my water, I track my exercise in just a notebook that I, that I write down. And the la last thing as far as my program is... Five minutes well, remaining. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Is is fun. Um, I did not know how to have fun before I came to OA, and it's kind of kind of funny. Like, what you learn fun in OA? 
And I'm going to read this reading um, in, for today. It's from February 9th. Um, we are always getting ready to live but never living. Make a list. Work out a plan. How easy. Soon the plan becomes a deed and the thought becomes an action and the action is a list. Where's the fun, the plunge, the risk, the laughter? And I'm skip now. Is my life all too safe, predictable? Why not turn my will and my life completely over to my higher power, no holding back, and see what happens? Hasn't God already given me far more than I could ever imagine for myself? Just for today, I will live a little. And in the, in the bottom it says, I can do today just for the fun of it. So I learned fun in program because I live my life by a list, by task, by, you know, checking things off. Like, okay, I did this today, I did this today. So I have fun in my program, and I have it in all capital letters like fun. And that could be whatever, playing a game, watching a movie, reading a book. Um, I have a foot massager. That was a Christmas gift, using that. Just something fun and enjoyable for me because, my my natural deviation is to go to task, is to go to list, is to go to uh, perfectionism. So uh, by having this in my program each day, I remind myself to to live. And um, program has taught me how to practice these principles in all my affairs. My day to day was not how I planned it at all. I only have a few minutes left, so I won't go into all the details. But because of the program, I was able to be there for my daughter. I was able to recognize that, okay, um, I can't work the whole day. Let me use some, some sick time and, and take care of her, take care of myself. Let me um, take a nap, get some rest, rejuvenate myself. Let me... Do, I, I wouldn't have been able to do any of those things prior to program because I would have felt everything had to go my way, the way I wanted to, and the way the day went was not was not was not anything that I I'd imagined. But I, I made it through the day. My higher power, which I call God, brought me through the day, and I'm okay. And I didn't eat over it. I took care of myself. I did outreach. You know, I did the things that I shared as far as how I work my program. And tomorrow's a, tomorrow's another day. It's just it's a one day, one day at a time program. You know, I'm learning to live in today. I always lived before coming to program. I lived in the future. I lived in the past. I didn't. I never lived in today in the moment and enjoy anything. And and then I just ate to self-soothe myself. So now um, I'm experiencing the miracles of the program. So thank you for allowing me to share um, and give service here tonight. I'll put my telephone number. is 412-872-8208. It's Eastern Standard Time. You can call or text. Thank you, and I'll pass.